You are listening. You are listening. You are listening to the Fly Fishing 97 podcast. So uh, flyfishingshowcase.com is the website. Uh, and you can find us on social media, on Instagram and Facebook as well. But flyfishingshowcase.com, attendance is completely free. Um, you know, this is the first time this has been done. And with, you know, the current situation and all the quarantines and, you know, people, you know, being out of work and et cetera, et cetera, you know, we didn't want to be charging people to come to this. And um, so it's completely free. You just register on the website. It creates an account. Um, and then on the day of the show, you're able to log into your account and then you can access all the different exhibitors and speakers. Uh, we even have a film festival that we're going to be releasing over two hours of uh, short films that haven't been released before. Um, so completely free. And uh, yeah, flyfishingshowcase.com. Welcome to the Fly Fishing 97 podcast, featuring interviews with passionate people within the fly fishing industry. We focus on guides, conservation, resort managers, gear, and talented fly tires bringing usable information to fly fishers. The Fly Fishing 97 podcast is brought to you by The Fly Crate. Hey everyone, this is Nate from theflycrate.com. I just wanted to thank you again for listening to the podcast and want to let you know about our new membership option called the Mix and Match subscription. This is for people who don't want us to hand curate a selection of flies for you, but you would rather choose 100% of what you receive each and every month. For $19.95 a month, you will receive $30 of the Fly Crate store credit. But this is a great way to pick exactly what you want and save money on the Fly Crate without having to worry about the commitment. Just go to our website, theflycrate.com, and navigate to our homepage, and you'll see a, a selection there that says $30 Fly Crate credit. Just select that option and navigate through. But it's a great way to save money if you were going to spend money on the Fly Crate anyways, and you just wanted to you know, prepay in advance and save some extra cash and dough on the side because it's your hard-earned money, and this gives you more for, more for your buck. Welcome to this edition of the Fly Fishing 97 podcast. Thanks for joining us this time around. We want to welcome to the program a couple of guys that are really stoked to be bringing you something a little different. We've got the Fly Fishing Showcase coming your way, a virtual fly fishing show. If you find yourself kind of in the house and, and maybe not getting out as much as you'd like, well, guess what? You can do it online coming June the 13th. We want to welcome John and Morgan from Fly Fishing Showcase to the program. Thanks, guys, for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you, Mark. I, I got real excited when I saw online, I think it was, if I remember correctly, it was through Instagram, and I started seeing Fly Fishing Showcase, and I started thinking, well, wait a minute, we're all stuck here in one place. Why? This sounds like a pretty darn good idea. Why, why don't you tell us a little bit about the Fly Fishing Showcase and how it came to be. Yeah, absolutely. So after uh, we heard about a lot of shows being canceled um, in a lot of different industries from a lot of our friends in you know, different places, we realized, well, there's a huge void here. Um, people aren't going to get the chance to go to these shows and see a lot of the same people they see every year, see new products, um, you know, kind of communicate and network the way they normally do. So we wanted to figure out a way where we could still accomplish all those things, but do it, you know, in the comfort of your own home. So we came up with this idea to give people the ability to live stream their trade show booths. 
And we started putting together a website and, you know, a platform where people could do that. And it just kind of took off from there. Hmm. I think it's a, it's a stellar idea. Cause I mean, let's face it. Uh, there's a lot of places right now, uh, retail wise that are closed. It's a good opportunity for retailers to get out there, show everybody what's new for this season. Um, walk us through kind of how the show works, where we find it. If say, I just want to attend the show, not necessarily be involved in it, but how, how do I attend it? Let's start there. Yeah. So, uh, flyfishingshowcase.com is the website uh, and you can find us on social media, on Instagram and Facebook as well, but flyfishingshowcase.com attendance is completely free. Um, you know, this is the first time this has been done and with you know, the current situation and all the quarantines and, you know, people, you know, being out of work and et cetera, et cetera. You know, we didn't want to be charging people to come to this. And um, so it's completely free. You just register on the website. It creates an account. Um, and then on the day of the show, you're able to log into your account and then you can access all the different exhibitors and speakers. Uh, we even have a film festival that we're going to be releasing over two hours of uh, short films that haven't been released before. Um, so completely free and, uh, yeah, blackfishingshowcase.com. So when you go on to the site, uh, the day of the show, June 13th, 2020, um, what does that look like? So is there like a virtual map of the exhibitors just like you'd see it, uh, you know, at any show? Yeah, that's exactly right. You'll, you'll log in and there's actually a floor map. And, you know, it'll have each category. So, you know, for example, rods, reels, and fly lines. Um, you know, you'll have um, speakers, seminars, uh, podcasts, um, you know, accessories, you know, what have you. Each category that you normally would find will just all be listed on the map. And you'll look at what you're interested in. You'll click on it. Um, and then it'll take you to that category's uh, exhibitors. It'll, there'll be a list of all the different brands that are exhibiting. And you'll look through that, and when you see one you're interested in talking with and, and you know, learning more about, you'll click on it, and that will take you right into their virtual booth. So it's a live feed, and they'll uh, it's really up to the exhibitor to be creative and do what they want. But you can find anything from, you know, an actual trade show booth that you normally see, and two guys in front of it. It's completely live, so they'll be they'll see when you enter the their booth. They'll be able to talk to you, and as an attendee you'll be able to chat with them. So you can type questions, um, ask them, you know, what's new, how are you doing, you know, ask their names, all sorts of stuff. And they'll be able to, you know, in, in real time, answer you and demo their products. That's great. Good stuff. Now, what if I'm a, a fly fishing guide and I'm looking going, you know what, things are a little quiet right now, but we know one day, hopefully sometime sooner rather than later, those waters are going to open up and we can hit the water and, if I wanted to advertise my guiding business or maybe I wanted to um, do some specially tied flies or I'm selling wooden landing nets, uh, basically want to sell some merch. How, how do we, how do as a, you know, a business or as an individual, how do we um, take part in the show? Um, it's a good question. So you would go on just the same way as, you know, any other brand as an exhibitor, you'll, you'll go to the website look, there's all the information. We've got some various animations that kind of walk you through how it works um, and, you know, step-by-step -step instructions. And, you know, for using your example, if you're a guide, for instance, or an outfitter, or maybe like you said, you sell nets or you maybe tie flies and sell those. It's all the same. You'll, you'll go in there. We've got three tiers. 
of booths that you can uh, register to, you know, there's a, a standard booth. So if you are nervous about this, you know, times are tough, you're not sure, we have a free option. You know, anybody can have a booth for free on the, on the day of the show. Um, and then we've got a featured booth option. Um, and that gets you a little higher placement in the category, you know, so you're a little bit easier to find. And then we've got a premium package, which has all the bells and whistles, larger logos, more, more links, things like that. Um, but, you know, going back to your, your question, Mark, uh, the, if you're a guide or an outfitter, I think this is an outstanding platform for you because in the past, if you're at a trade show, uh, you really have to rely on your backdrop to really capture what your lodge or what your guide service, you know, has to offer. You know, you have to have pictures and try to somehow stimulate people into being interested. Whereas now you can have your laptop in your lodge, turn it on and say, Hey, this is so-and-so, you know, I guide here on this river and check out my lodge. You know, here's our fly shop. Here's the river, turn the laptop around. And uh, same thing with a, a retail store. You can have someone walk around the store with you via a live feed on your phone or your laptop. Let's talk about some of the uh, businesses you got involved, because honestly, that's the first thing that caught my attention, because I see a lot of things come through on Instagram. But when I saw the virtual fly fishing show, the fly fishing showcase, and brands like Trestle, Lidrig, Jag Fly Fishing, Fly Lords, you've got some, you know, some forward thinkers in the industry. And to your guys' knowledge, has anybody done this before? No, Mark, we did a lot of research before we kind of delved into this, and we didn't find anything really in the fly fishing industry where people were using live streaming video to hold a, a conference or a trade show like this. Um, there, are, there are other things out there for other industries, you know, like large uh, education-type seminars and things like that, but nothing really for, you know, a consumer show where you would go and check out new gear and vendors and guys and things like that so yeah i mean i think it's a new concept and i i'm excited to uh see how it's received well i gotta say that i know it's something that uh, i'm going to take part in for sure uh the fly fishing 97 podcast we're going to have a booth set up and and i'll be quite honest with you i am racking my brain to come up with something original whether that means having just some live live feeds as far as uh interviews on podcasts or maybe get some some people tying some flies. I, I'm, I got to come up with something a little special here. I got to put my thinking hat on, but uh, I'm, I'm open to any suggestions because I got to admit, I'm, when you said you, you hit, hit me on the head there when you said, well, you know, we have this free thing where, you know, if you're not sure, like I got to admit, I'm not sure, but we're going to do something. <laughs> yeah, well, we'd be really excited to have you there, Mark. Uh, you know, you could interview people live on the show. You know, you could set up some different scheduled times and, they're like, hey, you know, we're going to interview so and so from you know, this company at you know 9 a.m. and then later on at noon, after we've had a few beers, we're going to interview you know the CEO of you know company X, Y, and Z, and maybe later I, on I, you just feel like time can fly. I like where you're going with that, the, the few beer angle. Yeah. I mean, if it's from it's it's from eight to five, that's a lot of beers. <laughs> it's just the right amount of beer. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah that's. Oh. So I, that's, you know, I was going to say the same type of thing. Another idea I had, you know, when you were talking with Morgan there is, you know, you, we have a big fly tying section and it's been a really popular kind of driving force of this show. Um, you know, a lot of the tires, because of all these shows being canceled, I think they really feel like some of their communities lost. You know, I'm not huge. I, I tie just well enough to catch a few fish sometimes. 
Um, but uh, <laughs> I don't, uh, you know, I, I know a lot of guys are, you know, tie a lot and, and they're really excited. Um, everybody that we've talked to that's been signing up. So I guess what I'm getting at is we've got this big fly tying section that people are able to, you know, visit their booths and watch what they're up to and talk to them. You might have some of those guys on your show and maybe, uh, you know, uh, something like that. You know, I guess it'd be hard because they'd have to be with you, but you could set up a call with them while they're tying at their booth and you're interviewing them um, on your show or something like that. Mm -hmm. Tell me what else you got involved for the show. Like what, what are you guys, I mean, as organizers, I would imagine you're going to be in the weeds on the day of. You're going to be very busy, but what is your day shape shaping up to look like on June 13th, both of you? Yes, yeah, a really good question. You know, I think we're we're ready for um, helping. We're trying to get everybody get to have their booth set up and tested. You know, well before the show, but there's always people that are sort of last minute, and uh, and I think we're gearing up for troubleshooting, helping people like that. We're 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 seeing a lot of. Uh, we're just starting to advertise, you know, and talk to people like yourself and, and, and market the show a little bit um, and starting to get a little recognition in the industry with some bigger names. Um, so we're anticipating a, a, a large amount of people on show day. So I know Morgan's been looking at uh, server capabilities and making sure that everything's, you know, bolstered up to handle the load. And um, I think we're, we're just going to be all hands on deck sitting in front of our computers, uh, putting out fires pretty much. Yeah, hopefully not too many fires, but, uh, you know, things are bound to happen uh, when things get busy. So we're, we just want to be prepared for anything. Yeah, I, I just think it's just, just a great idea and, and po quite possibly uh, something we uh, can see a lot more in the future. What's what's the first thing you guys are going to do when, when all these restrictions are over? Uh, go fishing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. River, lake, what are you doing? Um, you know, I, I love, this is John talking, but I I really love rivers. I've always been um, a river guy myself. Um, that being said, I really got the, the tiger musky buzz, or bug, I guess you could say, shortly before a lot of this happened, starting last year, and a couple lakes nearby that I like to I have a little skiff that I take out. So um, I've been uh, having dreams about those big fish. So I, I, I don't know. I'm sort of becoming a stillwater guy uh, lately. So I, I think mm. it won't matter as long as it's wet for myself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know my, my uh, four-year-old pretty tired of being cooped up in the house and not seeing any of her friends. So definitely want to get her outdoors and on some fish. So we got John and Morgan from Fly Fishing Showcase. Now, you guys, uh, being that you're centered in the Pacific Northwest, we got to. I'm going to ask some some rapid fire questions. Get to know you guys a little bit. You ready for this? Yeah, I think so. Let's go. All right. No. <laughs> no, you said let's go. I said, let's go. <laughs> oh, I thought you said no. <laughs> Come on, man. This is this is not live. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, we're talking sports here. Are we talking cougars? Are we talking huskies? Are we talking hawks? Or are we talking sounders? Who's your go-to in sports, guys? I'm. Uh, this is John again. I'm. I'm going to steer far away from soccer myself, but uh, I don't. I don't have a uh, huge collegiate sport following myself. But I guess I'll go cougars if I had to pick. <laughs> Morgan. My my wife is a uh, Sounders fan, so I guess I'm one by proxy. <laughs> Smart man. What do you guys like to listen to when you're on the way to the water, music-wise? Uh, throw some uh, bands at us. All right. Um, probably my favorite go-to solo fly fishing uh, trip is Camp, Two A's. It's a great band. I think they're out of the Midwest. Um, 
like those guys a lot. I like Houndmouth a lot and uh, been really in bad, getting back into the hives a little bit. I kind of grew up in a, a really into punk rock music and I wouldn't consider the hives too punk rock, but uh, they're definitely a good band. So I like those guys. Hmm. Those are really good choices. You, you didn't leave me with much here. No, I think Morgan's pretty much just into uh, Nickelback primarily. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> uh, here we go. I, Game on. Recently, I've been listening to uh, a lot of the Growlers, but my go-tos are uh, Odessa. I'm a big Odessa fan. Uh, and, you know, uh, a lot of older, like, classic stuff, like... Uh, Nickelback? Yeah, like Nickelback. Uh, Lincoln Park. So, so <laughs> Favorite place, guys, to go and talk fly fishing? Is there a coffee shop, a watering hole in your neck of the woods that you like to get your fix? You know, in uh, western Washington, where we're at, you know, it's not a really prominent fly fishing, you know, like trout bum type place. There's definitely fishing opportunities, you know, lots of steelhead, uh, but not a lot of central spots like i'm used to back home in montana where you know everyone kind of gets together after the day on the water so um i'll give you two shout outs i I really like there's a shop in seattle called emerald water anglers um that's a really cool place they're always there to talk fish whether you're buying something or not and uh i also on the east side of the mountains really like uh, red's fly shop they've got a great lodge there and a nice big area right on the yakima river so Hmm. yeah i I was second most choice yeah for sure you can't you can't just say the same. Oh, just like you're both <laughs> both huge Nickelback fans. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, you're gonna start telling people that's true, aren't you? Okay. Favorite favorite Nickelback song. Oh man, I don't even know. <laughs> Can you Mark, could you honestly tell me the title of a Nickelback song? Hundred percent. They're a Canadian band, so they're from like my backyard. So <laughs> he's like, they were, like at, they were big at they were big at. I don't know. No. Uh, no, but uh, if I did, I probably wouldn't be doing a podcast right now. <laughs> I probably, <laughs> or maybe I would. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, geez. Biggest lessons, guys. Biggest lessons you've learned in your fly fishing journey. If you had to pick one, is there something that stands out in your mind that said, you know, like, wow, I took this away from this great pastime? Uh, I, I think for me, Mark, this is Morgan. Uh, I, I learned uh, don't be afraid to suck at something. You know, uh, I found fly fishing late in life and, you know, it's a decently, you know, technical hobby to learn and there's a lot to learn for it, but my goodness, is it worth it once you get good at it? It's, it's been a blast and it's really fun uh, being new at something again. Did you take that uh, excerpt out of Chad Kroger's bio? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, this is great. <laughs> okay. Um next um you know that's actually a really hard question for me um i suppose i always i look at it twofold i think that fly fishing is a really great equalizer uh i've enjoyed time on you know long trips and on the water with a lot of different types of people and had a great time um and i think maybe if i would have met those people in other circumstances we might not have um you know been as close as we ended up being so i i like that about it Hmm. good stuff What's the best job you guys have ever had? Are you doing it now with this uh, fly fishing showcase, or is there something else you've done in the past that kind of said, "Hey, this uh, this was a pretty good gig"? You know, I, I definitely like the fly fishing showcase. Um, you know, Morgan and myself both 
um, are engineers and we design outdoor products. So working in the outdoor industry, you know, designing products has definitely been uh, the, out of the jobs I've had, the, my favorite. Yeah, definitely, definitely the most rewarding. Uh, I actually had a super fun job uh, cleaning a car dealership at night with my cousin, which, uh, you know, two, two young guys alone at night in a car dealership. You can imagine the kind of uh, pranks and hijinks we got up to. I can imagine, and I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you guys are killing me. <laughs> I can just, I'm just imagining you got the Nickelback cranked and you're just kind of running that mop all over the place. Yeah, yeah. that or, you know, we got some uh, saliva going in the background and we're doing donuts in the showroom. What's the best fishing location that either of you guys have ever been? Mark, I will never tell you that. I, you know what? I, I respect that. <laughs> Mark, I'll, I'll give you a real answer. Go ahead, uh, well, if I told you the real one, John would kill me, <laughs> and I don't, I don't want Fair that. Fair enough. But uh, there's actually a, so I, I grew up in New England, and there's actually this really great little stream um, that was behind my house that I grew up at, and I went back and I fished it uh, when I went to visit my family not too long ago, and it's actually a really great spot, and nobody knows it's there. So, yeah, if anyone uh, is cruising through Winchester, New Hampshire, you know there's there's some trout to be found. Cool. Um, to answer your question, Mark, I, I think there's a river here in uh, in Western Washington that's a really beautiful, about 11 miles worth of like slot canyon, basically, as close as we could have here in the rainforest to a slot canyon. You know, real deep, very hard to access. And I actually explored that river and fished it over the course of about six or eight years uh, with my father-in-law, um, and sort of how we got to know each other, and uh, we caught a lot of pretty incredible rainbows uh, and cutthroat, but primarily really big rainbows um, for a river. And uh, it was was definitely some fond memories. And and since then, the river's really uh, gone downhill and a lot of uh, pollution and littering and and overbuilding and things. And it's really not the same fishery any longer, but it's definitely got a special place. Yeah. Amen to that. And there's also a lot of waters like that. When I think of looking back, you know, you go back to, you know, 20, 30 years ago that used to be really good, but there's still something, there's a reason you want to go back. Even if the fishing's not quite as good, maybe you're trying to recapture some of those memories, but uh, they're, they're sentimental. Mm-hmm. I agree. So let tell the folks how uh, the Fly Fishing Showcase, who want to either attend it or be involved as a presenter, uh, maybe tie some flies, sell some products. Uh, what's the best place to find you guys? Um, put all your, uh, you know, your social media out there, your .com. Yeah, sure. So uh, flyfishingshowcase.com is the website. That's got all the information and all the sign-up forms and everything like that. Um, and then Fly Fishing Showcase on Instagram and Fly Fishing Showcase on Facebook. Awesome. And then, so that's June the 13th. Uh, 2020. That's a green light. Go ahead, right? We had an amber light in May, but I know with all this uh, uh, COVID-19 that's been going on, you guys took a look at it and said, you know what, we really need to give some people some time, especially uh, when it comes to some of the presenters or some of the businesses involved. To uh, and I, I think it was a really smart move because you're going to have more time to build, you know, more more traction for the show. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. I think that is correct. It's a uh, 100% on June 13th. We are definitely doing it. That is the final date. Um, yeah, originally we were looking at early May, but as you mentioned, with 
the COVID-19 pandemic and, and the situation surrounding it, um, you know, a lot of these people that like lodges in particular and businesses, they can't even, they can wash and they can't even access them still. So we, we just figured by moving it back a little bit, it just gives people a little more time, like you were saying, to kind of put their thinking cap on and come up with a creative idea of what to do. So now guys, for, for as somebody that doesn't look that far ahead all the time, what day is that? Is it on the weekend or a weekday? It's a weekend. It's a Saturday. So tell us a little bit uh, more about the film festival. I know it's going to be a huge part of the Fly Fishing Showcase, guys. Um, walk us down that uh, rabbit hole for a minute. Sure. Yeah, so uh, we're going to have our own um, festival, the Fly Fishing Showcase Film Festival. Um, there'll be, as we talked about, there's a map when you you know sign up on show day. You log into your account, and there's a map that shows all the categories. One of those categories will be a theater. And the way it's going to work is you enter the theater. Uh, we'll have a ticket that you purchase. And after purchasing a ticket um, to the Fly Fishing Film uh, film Festival, uh, you'll have access to over two hours of short films. So we're, we're looking at about uh, eight to 12 films right now, um, all of which are going to be special release for this festival. And uh, we're really, really excited about it. We're going to allow people to have access to that for about uh, three days after they buy the tickets. It's not like you have to watch it all right then, you know, just like, when you rent a movie on a streaming service or something. So you're essentially cool. buying a ticket to rent and you've got about three days to watch it. And we're really, really excited. We've been um, talking with a lot of different production companies and uh, been really, it's been pretty fun the last week to see all these awesome films uh, be pre-released so that we can look at them and approve them for the festival. And I'm absolutely psyched on the quality and the content of these films. Um, I will just mention uh, we, we kept it pretty loose as far as the rules. We wanted a certain production quality and we wanted it to be a new release. But um, a big thing for us was we really wanted to focus on fly fishing and the stories that surround fly fishing. Um, really the only no-go is, you know, we're not interested in um, a lot of politics. You know, I feel like a lot of the uh, uh, festivals I've been to in the last few years, uh, you feel like you have to pick a side one way or the other on each film. And, yeah. and that's just not what we're about. This is about, um, especially in times like these, you know, it's about getting stoked, getting excited, seeing some big fish, some pretty fish and, you know, hearing about the families and the adventures um, and the guys that are being impacted as well um, from these films. So there's some really special ones um, that are being released and we're really excited about it. Well, I mean, what perfect timing, right? People are looking for a release. They're looking for a getaway. Um, and I think you hit the nail on the head there. And let's face it, the, some of those best, the best videos that I've seen are that really tell a story and they stick with you, you know, they just, and, and those unique stories, um, I could watch, I could watch video on fly fishing all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm serious when I say it's just been, uh, nothing, but doesn't feel like work when what you're doing is talking with guys that make fly fishing films and your job for the day is to watch you know a handful of them uh and say yeah this is pretty rad thanks you know pretty fun <laughs> so. and, and you say you can access that for a period of three days yeah you'll, you'll have to be you know signed up as an attendee for the show and uh mm -hmm. you'll like i said on june 13th it'll be open the theater and you'll log into your account and, and you can click that theater button buy a ticket um and You'll have about yes, yeah, about three days to watch it. We're still finalizing all that, but yeah, you'll have about three days uh, to watch. And and like I said, right now I think um, we're looking at we're going to cap it at twelve films unless we 
push it one or two more, but it's already, it's over two hours of footage. Um, so it's pretty exciting. So Saturday, June the 13th, guys, John Morgan, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. I, I wish you guys a lot of success. Well, I know you're going to have a lot of success with this and I look forward to attending and uh, look forward to the show big time. Th- thanks so much for sharing this tonight. Thank you, Mark. It's been a pleasure. Thanks very much for having us. The Fly Fishing 97 podcast is brought to you by theflycrate.com. Thank you for listening to the Fly Fishing 97 podcast. Your feedback matters. Let us know if there's a person or topic you'd like discussed. Email us at mark at flyfishing97.com. Until next time, tight lines and we'll see you on the water. Mm-hmm.